0: Welcome to Bottom of the
1: Barrel, everybody. We got a special one right now. Chris, are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. We're <laughs> at MagiFest. We said we'd bring you guys some uh, dope magic podcast content from the oldest magic convention in America, and uh, we're gonna be talking to one of the oldest magicians. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring on Lance Burton in a second. Yeah,
0: if you don't know who he is, get hyped. off this, get off the podcast. If you don't know who he is,
1: I'm so hyped. We're yeah. gonna ask him, uh, yeah. ask him how much money he made. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. That's what we're concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> Any know? of the showgirls. showgirls Airgirl, maybe some old actress or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, That's what we want. We're going to get the scoop for you. Probably not. I'm going to chicken it out. Most of these questions. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like,
0: where are you from? <laughs> yeah,
1: what's your favorite
0: <laughs> magic trick, Uh Let's get drinking before you You're so, so
1: close, our legs are going to be touching. Let's, get to, let's, let's get, get to the bottom, bottom of it. Let's get to the bottom of it, buddy. Uh, of hey, land. like, subscribe, stick around for the Patreon. Do a Patreon with one of these guys? Think he'll let us shave his balls for a Manscaped ad? <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe hey, he's a nice guy he's a nice guy <laughs> a, he hasn't said no to anything yeah. we've asked so far well he
0: just keeps saying he'll be there soon but he hasn't come yet so <laughs> uh, at least we can say we everyone he'll yeah. never watch this podcast yeah find yeah, a watch. dollar for every time
1: it's <laughs> uh, gonna be great all right so we're gonna get ready we got a bit yeah. of a peanut gallery back here we got eric yeah. eric and alex and uh we're gonna bring in lance here in a second so Eric he comes all right Yeah, this is our, it's our podcast, it's called Bottom of the Barrel, hosted by myself, uh, Chris Ramsey, and Wes Barker. Uh, We're both magicians in comedy scene, and uh, yeah, we like to bullshit, we like to talk, and we like to have fun. So, we get guests every now and then, but this is an absolute honor to have you on here, and I want to thank you for taking the time, because you're getting pulled around. Just signed autographs for
0: four hours, and now he's, uh, we know we sprung this on him, so. (laughs) Yeah, take your time.
1: Just emptying all the gimmicks. (laughs) Resetting? Are you resetting?
2: Yeah, I'm resetting. I'm gonna do a few minutes. I'm kind of, oh, I
1: hear it. I just want. I'm just
2: kind of. Ah, yeah.
1: Nice. Guys. Little there. Nice. You keeping a thumb tip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. That's so sick. Hold on. You want me to help you out? No. Ah, nice.
2: I wore the out the bottle. Okay. Yeah, now. A little, little we'll bit of vodka the in there. What do you got going
1: on? This is Lance Burton. Guys, all right. Hey. We got some hard-hitting questions okay.
2: for you, <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Yeah. You might
1: not be ready for them. But first of all, I want to say we, we watched your uh, your interview last night, and you're so interesting to listen to, dude. You can tell oh, a story.
2: Thank you. Uh, that was fun last night, so we didn't rehearse anything. We just said, you know, that we're going to ask you questions, and you talk and tell stories. I went, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we took questions from the audience. And uh, we got off stage, and I was like, "How long did we do? We did an hour, yeah,
1: just an hour. making stuff up." Yeah, but you—I mean—you got the gift of gab. You're a—you're uh, a compelling person. We love listening to you. Uh, one thing I wanted to say is that this guy we mentioned last night—this is a this is a big fan here. That's oh.
0: why—that's why Chris had to sit in between us. Yeah, you <laughs> get too close. I'm
1: your security detail, <laughs> okay, actually. <good.
2: laughs> yeah. And you used to do a—you used to do an act, a
0: dove act. No, it wasn't. It wasn't dove. It was carbon manipulation. Yeah, but nice. uh, you were with the first. uh? Chom. Couchonf- no, fuck no. <laughs> uh, it was, it's fucking t- <laughs> bad. It's dude. bad, dude. <laughs> no, it was the first first magician I ever saw it. I was in Vegas and I was like 21, and I went to Monte Carlo, and I was like, oh, this is what a magic show can be like. And then, uh, and then if you watch my stuff now, you will be appalled that I said that you're one of my major influences. <laughs> 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 You'd be like, this looks nothing
2: yeah. like what I do. <laughs> uh, everybody yeah. has to have a starting point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It
1: literally, like, half his act is just like dick jokes. You're yeah. like, Lance Burton. We're like, what the hell? I started doing it, Lance Burton. Where, Where'd where, where you learn I went, this these? This is way too hard. And then I want another direction. Yeah. So, uh,
2: yeah. Hey, everybody starts doing something. When I was a kid, I saw the pictures of Channing Pollock, you know, in the books. Oh, we yeah. didn't have video back then, of course. We He's didn't a have sexy man. Stars. Oh, Channing <laughs> He was really like, is. Even, even up in his 70s.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in his 70s. A good-looking guy.
2: He would walk into a restaurant, all the women would stop and turn and just look. Just swoon. He was just he was he just had that it factor. Yeah, he did.
0: You ever that, feel that, was that way? Ever happened to you? You walk I mean, in a room, ladies turning their heads? No, they run they run out the <laughs> door. <laughs> they
1: turn, right. they turn yeah. the <laughs> other way when I walk in. <laughs> 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 They're like, "Why is he staring at me?" Heck yeah. But uh, the Monte Carlo. That was a big gig.
2: Yeah, we opened at the Monte Carlo, July 21st, 1996. And,
1: made uh, a lot of money there, huh? The what? You made a lot of money there.
2: Yeah, that was that. That was the, that was the uh, a good gig. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so some would say it was. It was a big room. Yeah, and it was. It was. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big moment in my career. Um, it was the longest contract any entertainer ever signed in the history of show business. Whoa. I was told. Holy Get here. It was a thirteen-year contract. Signed at the very beginning, which I was told was no one ever signed a contract that long. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they wow. named the theater. And I, that, uh, they named the theater Lance Burton Theater, which was which was all my manager's idea, Peter Ravine. Right. And I was like, Peter, stop asking for this stuff. We're going to blow this
1: deal. Yeah. <laughs> he did right by you, though. He did right by yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Peter was a, good, was a good, he was a visionary. He was the guy that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we guy. need to go to the moon and, right. and and land a man on the moon and bring him safely back there. That was Peter. Yeah. I was the nuts and bolts guy. I had you, to figure out how yeah. to land on the moon.
1: Exactly. You are yeah. worried about other things, but he you had your back. I was worried putting that show together. Yeah. He, didn't, he yeah. didn't do you like uh, Buddy did to Elvis there in that movie. We saw no, it, no. Yeah, that was –
2: No, Peter was a good guy and was my good friend for many years before he ever became my manager.
0: Thirteen did, years. Did, I mean, did
1: it end at thirteen, or did you get opt a little bit? I actually did an
2: extra year. I actually did fourteen. yeah years and uh before i retire
1: that's an incredible thing to sign for ahead of time yeah that's a because because sure. most people are like yeah, i don't even know what i'm doing in a year from now Sure, to be committed for 13 years yeah. is a, like was that did that scare you at yeah, the time?
2: I was in my mid 30s when I signed that contract. I was yeah. 50 when I retired. Yes, yeah, so you're like I've.
1: You, I yeah. mean, you're like
2: that's part of a big chunk of my life.
1: And I'm so. in my 30s, and I'm like, I've peaked already. If somebody wants me to like sign a 13-year contract, <laughs> uh, I gotta warn them. I'm yeah. like, this is yeah. it's not gonna end well. Like, you know, <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And that was a uh, that was a big check. That was a nice check.
2: Yeah, that was a it was a great opportunity. And and uh,
1: what uh, can, can I ask you something? What yeah. do you? What does someone like you do? Like, okay, you get all this money, you get all this fame, all this, you know, these accolades and whatever. Like, you've got a team behind you that, like, that helps you out because, you know, you see a lot of stories, man, that, uh, you know, things things go a little, a little uh, haywire with people who yeah. get into show business like yeah. that. To
2: me, it was never about the money or fame or anything. That to me, it was here's a theater, here's a blank canvas. Yeah. Mm and take your paints and do whatever you want that's wonderful i had total free creative control over the show and everything so so that was that was what it was to me that was the important thing is that i had here's here's the blank canvas Mm. here's your paints go play yeah Create what you want and and i was always you know working on new things because you know back then doing the tv specials you had to come up with 45 minutes of material every year. And then burn it. How many did you yeah. do that? Yeah.
1: How many, how many of those did you We do? did
2: we did like four Lance Burton TV specials for NBC and then I shot uh, a young magician special and then also shot a special that I was not in uh, that I produced was Fielding <laughs> West Hocus Pocus it's Fielding West comedy. Oh. oh. And also during that era also I hosted specials for Discovery Channel and History Channel and uh, Animal Planet and, and wow. cable cable networks so much fun yeah so it was always it was always something, something so always new. something coming up it was fun I loved working on new things and I loved doing new one off projects
1: what's uh what's like the dumbest thing you've ever bought
2: that I ever bought yeah like oh. you spent your
1: money on you're like why the fuck did yeah, I buy it like like, every the-
2: magician I got a drawer full of magic tricks. yeah we've all got those but you know what I what I I I developed a rule for going to magicians conventions. And I always pass this on to the young magicians. And Jeff McBride calls this Lance Burton's $100,000 rule. This will (laughs) save you (laughs) $100,000 in your career over your lifetime. Okay. My rule is I never bought a trick. I will never buy a trick unless I already know how it's done. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, don't that's know great. you it's done, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're probably buying it just to learn to see. Yeah, it. That's, that's great sure. advice. And you don't know if you're going to be able to use it yeah. where you're working. So that'll save you over your lifetime. Yeah, definitely. Jeff McBride says that'll save you $100,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: good thing you didn't say that on stage last night <laughs> to yeah. all the magicians. Yeah. A lot of angry dealers. <laughs> all looking at all their cool. stuff.
0: They just bought Yeah. Sad. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: that's just for the young magician. The dealer's going to put a
1: hit on this guy. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> we got to stop him from saying this.
0: Yeah. Hey Lance, when you're doing all the shows in Vegas, were you married at that time, or are you just like out there pulling showgirls and whatever uh, famous guys do in Vegas um, for 13 years? You know, years.
2: The, 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 the main thing is I was <laughs> I had very little free time. Oh, uh, that's fair. Working, <laughs> yeah. So I, many women. When I started, no time for anything <laughs> <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can do that, but you can't work on new material. No, that's true. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. true. That's fair. Uh, you know, when I started in Las Vegas, it was it was two shows a night, seven days a week. I did the first 2 years without a day off. That's all the. Get out of then. town. And you did you don't know if it's Monday or Sunday or Holy Thursday because every day's the same. And then and then finally it was Siegfried and Roy that got the first day off. They went to the first 6-day work week. And they they told the casino, "Well, the animals can't work <laughs> seven days a week. Uh. Uh, we would love to, but the animals <laughs> so have, so to smart. have a day off. Is that
1: what is that? What you brought in the ducks? You're like, oh, the animals. <laughs> yes,
2: the animals. <laughs> no, but when I uh, so when I was at the hacienda uh, hotel doing my own show, it was uh, at that point it was six days a week, and we had off I think on uh, Monday, and then and then for the first two years, and then I negotiated. Only one show on Sunday. So we'd do the two shows Saturday, then one show on Sunday, oh. and I'd have the rest of Sunday. How nice. Sunday. And Jeez. then one day, accidentally, I got two days off in a row. It was Super Bowl Sunday or something. Oh, right, lined they, up. They wanted the room to show the Super whatever it was. I can't remember exactly, but I accidentally got two days off.
1: Did oh. you just collapse to the ground? I was like, <laughs> like I came back up. to work
2: on Tuesday. I was like, Oh, I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a real boy, you yeah. know? You have to understand, like,
1: everybody out there who's doing like social media stuff, they get burnouts from like posting TikToks like three times a day and they're like, Oh my God, I need a vacation. <laughs> and like this guy's here did two shows a day for two years without a break, gets two days off, and is like I'm recharged, I'm good to go. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah.
2: Those are nine you know, those are ninety minute shows. Jeez. Those, so so
1: what was it? Well, After it was that, so when was it? Back back shows?
2: Carlo, that's mm. what i was going to say, I negotiated a 5-day work week. Yeah. So I was the first that's key. I was the first entertainer in Las Vegas to have a 5-day work week.
1: So why why is that? Is they they're just like cracking the whip at entertainers they back make then? Money, yeah. They're just like yeah. pumping. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. want to
2: make if, if the show if, if you have a popular show in a casino that's bringing in, you know, 1000, 2000, yeah. 3000 people a night. The drop in the casino is huge. After the right. show, people go out and they gamble. Spend their money. And, and when the show's off, the casino may, may be down $50,000 a night. Holy crap. Th- just from, from the traffic, from the foot traffic, from the show. Right. So, of course, the casino's like... We gotta keep these people. You gotta in keep here it going. The door.
0: Well, that's who who do you have in your like? You must have some crazy people in your audience, mm. right? Like who? Oh, who yeah. Who yeah were through. you ever like starstruck yeah, when you like we look were. across? You go, holy shit!
1: What the? Oh like.
2: yeah. We had all kinds of uh, amazing nights uh, when we first opened at the. At the Monte Carlo one night, Bruce Willis came in. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that was
1: right after, like, Die Hard and stuff? It
2: was Yeah. He had just, uh, the, the, the sci-fi movie was just about ready to come oh, out. Oh, yeah, Fifth Element or whatever? Yeah, the yeah. Fifth Element. And he brought his three daughters in. And they were small children. I mean, they were, you know, <laughs> seven, eight years old. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so I sent my assistant out to, I heard he was in, you know. I sent my assistant out to say, you know, would you like to come back after the show and say hi? And they were like, yeah. And also ask him if it's okay to introduce him during the show. Because some mm. celebrities yeah. don't mind and some wanna don't want to be. be and I always right. respect that. So he's like, yeah, th- that's fine. So so I introduced him during the show. I had him stand up and take a out, And it was so cute because he stands up and waves to the crowd. And his daughter's like, Daddy, where are you going? Daddy, what are you? <laughs> 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 they don't get it. They, they won't get uh. it. And they came back stage And it was so sweet to see. You know, we think of him as you know, Mr. Action Adventure, Kippy Yippee (laughs) Kaye. Yeah. uh, But he was he was like in total dad
1: mode. You're right. And he's like,
2: no, no, dear, don't touch that now. Mr. Burton has to do another show. You know. And it was so he was so sweet. And we took a photo after the show. I still have that photo hanging up in my home. And uh, uh, so so that because I was a big Bruce Willis fan, that was he was the biggest action hero. Yeah. Carl Reiner came to the show. Wow. When he was. When he was shooting Ocean's Eleven, yep. didn't tell anybody he was coming in, didn't ask for a comp. He <laughs> walked up to the box office, bought, a, bought ticket, a ticket, came in. My manager, Peter Ravine, found him in the lobby after the show <laughs> and says, Carl Reiner? He says, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come back and say assail- meet Lance? Yeah, Carl Reiner. So I come back into the, to the green room uh, after the show, and I have with me uh, a, a local radio guy who's supposed to interview me after the show for his radio show. And we walk in and there's Carl Reiner. So now he gets to interview me and Carl Reiner. This guy was (laughs) in hog heaven. And Carl Reiner is telling us Oh, yeah, I saw Houdini when I was a kid. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and and this show is so much better than Houdini. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Say it again louder. I'm sitting here, and the <laughs> yeah. guy's recording and Carl it. Reiner's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all kinds of uh, amazing things like that over the years. Well, my
0: buddy just flashed up a sign that said Queen. I don't know if he means the old lady or if he means the Oh, the group. Queen of England. The Queen yes. of England.
2: <laughs> yes, this was back in the 80s, probably 1988, 89. I was at the Follies Bergere at the Tropicana Hotel. And they they booked me to appear at the Royal Variety performance, which is over in London uh, at uh, the Palladium. And this is a show that had been going on for about 100 years. It's a fundraiser that they do and, and every year they have one of the members of the royal family, you know, there in the in the box. And it's a big fundraiser. So I, I went over to do that. And that year it was it was uh, mm-hmm. me, Tina Turner, Janet Jackson, Jerry Lewis, a bunch of English entertainers that, yeah. uh, that, that just we're a bunch of has-beens, really, if <laughs> yeah. you think about it, eh? But that <laughs> was a, that was an amazing, amazing Crazy night. To, to perform, you know, the queen, wow. and, and we we met the Queen Elizabeth you know after the show she fan they, of magic they I, she was very sweet very nice she came by and she didn't stop to talk to everyone you know they right, were following her with course. the tv camera it's all part of a television show I see, I she, see. she came by elaine boozler was standing next to me and and she came by and she stopped and she leaned in and she, and, uh, she said, very interesting performance. <laughs> oh, Thank you, OK. I'll take it. She didn't and, say uh, better yeah. than
1: Houdini? She didn't, say <laughs> that. Uh, she didn't say anything about Houdini. I don't know
2: if she saw Houdini or not. <laughs> I heard
1: Charles is a, is a big fan of magic. I've heard, I've heard he's that. He's a member from, of the Magic Circle. He, he's, a mem- yes. he's a member, right?
2: Yes. About 40 years ago, there's a photo of him performing the Cups and Balls
1: oh, at the Magic wow. Circle
2: for his audition. That's cool. Wow. Wow. Um,
1: Damn. So I, he got, so I bet he got in after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they let him in, of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah. 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 They weren't too worried. <laughs> they didn't make him re audition. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the best they've ever had. Yes, uh, I guess he practiced. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I like it. I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, oh, man. That's awesome. So All right. that, d-
2: that was that, you know, she just passed away recently. So no. I, I, I was thinking about the other day. I think that was about halfway through her reign. Whoa. That was in the 80s.
1: Wow, yeah. That is kind of crazy. She's seen so much. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. She's seen so many performers, though. If you think about it, like in her lifetime, no one has seen as many a list like performers as like the Queen. Sure. That's probably. She probably has some stories as well.
0: Yeah. Would you? Yeah. yeah. We couldn't
1: couldn't have her on, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where where is it? Like, people get to go perform at the White House, but the Queen's got to be above
1: the White House. I think so. You You ever been the White House?
2: Yes, Uh, I performed on a television show called. Clorox or Crafts salutes the Ford Theater. Anyway, it's a it's a show at the Ford Theater in Washington D.C. Oh yeah, I think they still do that's it. It's a very famous use, theater for use, it's the it's the theater where Abraham Lincoln right. was assassinated. That's right. And and again, bullet it's a catch? fundraiser you did a catch? And, <laughs> and it's a television show. And this was back in the eighties. And Ronald Reagan and the First Lady are in the front row along with Tip O'Neill, the Speaker of the House. Whoa. And and I did the uh, I did the sword fight number, which. <sighs> Which I did the card sword, yeah, and uh, and then the sword fight with the mask guy, and so I asked him. I said, "Oh, do you think I could use the president <gasps> to uh, pick the card?" And no, no, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna we're say not, we're not gonna let you near the president with a sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this,
1: wrong, Wait, so so way, way to read the room, here's, too, uh, Lance. Here's, here's In Richard. The Ford Theater.
2: Here's Richard Chamberlain, the host. Yeah. Use him. Yeah. You kill him. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so, so now they have a reception for us. Next,
1: we're gonna do a car trek of the grassy knoll. Uh, with <laughs> yes. the president. Exactly.
2: The, the, they have a reception for us at the White House. You know that afternoon. Then we come back and now I'm in the dressing room, and I come down. And I'm ready to go on. I come down, and I'm walking down the stairs. I have the sword in my hand. As soon as my foot touched the ground level, the instant my foot touched the ground level off the stairs, a Secret Service agent stepped up to me out of nowhere. Oh, I have no idea where he came from, and he, he comes right up to me, and he says, Mr. Burton, is this the sword you're using in your act? I'm like, Yes, sir. (laughs) Holy crap! And and so, so you know, they just wanted to let me know. I think that that they're watching me exactly. And so I'm, I'm on stage, and I look. There's the orchestra pit. There is a Secret Service agent in the orchestra pit between me and the president with a submachine gun. Wow. Yeah. Just, I, how are you during that? I event? always I always imagine it's that was just for me because <laughs> I was the only one with a with an actual with, an, a, weapon. with a weapon. Yes.
1: Could you imagine wow. how insane that assassination attempt would have been? We're like hiring Lance Burton <laughs> and somehow Lance is like some some mole spy who's had to kill the president. <laughs> well, like yeah, that would have been with insane. With a dull sword? eight <laughs> well, yeah, With a well,
2: hard sword? <laughs> Remember Abraham Lincoln was shot by an actor. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> that's true.
1: Oh, oh my, God, that's my goodness, dude! What a great story. Oh, oh
0: man, did, didn't you do a movie? You ever do any movies? I think you did a movie a while ago. Didn't yes,
2: you? I I I wrote and directed a movie called Billy Toppet, Master Magician. Yes, it's available on
1: Amazon. Yeah, it came out uh, it a couple years ago, was it?
2: Yeah, I it's think we we had the world premiere in 2015. And we did our festival premiere in 2016. I released it on Amazon 2017. Uh, so it was written by uh, Michael Goudo and, and myself. And Michael Goudo was my special guest star in in my show for 20 years. Um, but it's a comedy and it's it's a family film. So it's something we we created that you can watch with your kids. Nice. So it's for kids and adults to watch together. Nice. A lot of heading. it's very silly <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and funny, but yeah. you know, there's jokes in there that the kids don't get that yeah. the, the adults. That's key. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah, much like magic shows.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh exactly. Maybe something
1: for everyone like you were and, uh, saying yesterday. It, like a Shrek movie.
2: It was a yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it was a it was it was a project that uh, had been simmering in my mind for a long, long time back Back when I was a kid, there was a TV series called The Magician with Bill Bixby. Mm. Who played a magician who solved mysteries. And Mark Wilson was the magic consultant on that oh, show wow. and appeared in many of the episodes. So that was like 1974. Then, then 10 years later, 11 years later, 1985, I did an episode of Knight Rider, Mm. Where I played a, a magician who was trying to kill David Hasselhoff. Nice was, with a sword. I was a magician. <laughs> well, I did. I probably had a sword in that. <laughs> uh, but I was a magician slash assassin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, See, that's and, why they were sketchy when you were in yeah, the fourth exactly, theater. They were yeah. like, "We've seen that episode. We know <laughs> exactly. how this ends."
2: And and uh, and Mark Wilson was on the set. He provided the illusion. So Mark was the one that encouraged me. He said, "You should you should keep notes and try to wow. create something." 'Cause he, he said, Lance, you're doing a good job and, and you should you should try to do more of this. So I kept a notebook with with ideas and, and then, you know, twenty years later. It just for out. that? Just
1: for like the yeah. one day eventuality that you're yeah. gonna work on a movie and, and have all these ideas written down? Yeah. Do you do that a lot? Do you take a lot of notes even now? Yeah, sure,
2: yeah? sure. I, I go Jokes it's and important. stuff. And yeah, it's important to have a notebook if you're a magician because you, yeah. you have an idea for something. Maybe it's impractical at this sure. point in your life. Yeah. Maybe it's too expensive. But write it down. But, you know, 20 years later, you may be in a position where you can go back and look and go, oh, yeah, that was a good idea. Now i got a big stage.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll try
2: it.
0: Definitely. So, yeah, that's,
2: yeah, that's, that's always in. Don't let your ideas go. Don't let them go to waste. Yeah. Don't and, and definitely write them
1: down, Even, no matter how stupid you think yeah. they are. Just, just write it down. Write it down. Because yeah. you will forget them. You will. Yeah. Eric's got a, a quick question. Sure. You, want, you want to grab a mic? I no,
0: never got this question, Lance. Um, you know, you've always had the reputation for being, you know, charming and squeaky clean, Mr. Every, everybody loves you. Have you ever had a complaint or somebody, something go wrong or, mis- in, you know, somebody misinterpreted something in career and you got like not in none trouble? Oh, yeah,
2: sure. The, you, 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 here's, here's, the, here's the main thing when you're doing a show in Las Vegas, you, have, you always have to decide, is this a legitimate complaint or is this just a noise complaint? Yeah, right. You know, because in my show, I would do jokes. I would do...
1: Like clout chasers, weird. they call them nowadays. I,
2: I don't know what... The, I would do jokes... On beer, on right. alcohol, sure. on yeah. drinking. I'm working basically in a nightclub, yeah. Of so course. I, did, I have drinking jokes in of the show. Well, you get letters, uh, you know. It's I don't think it's right that you make fun about <laughs> drinking because you know somebody in my family was killed by a drunk oh, drive. Yeah. You know, and you go, okay, yeah. Of course, you yeah. feel terrible that somebody had a, you know, had a goes bad, that saying,
1: yeah. But, but it's comedy.
2: But yeah, it's comedy. It's yeah. a show. Yeah. It's not a documentary. Yeah. I'm. I'm you know, so it's always something like that, yeah. Yeah, and so like you said, what like what happens is.
1: in the room yeah, is a lot different than what you read about or what you hear yeah. about, and we're big fans of comedy. We watch a lot of comedy shows, and we understand that, that if you're not there, like you shouldn't be writing about it to yeah. other people. You shouldn't be telling anything yeah. you know, to anybody else. Exactly. nuances. And no one got killed by a flying car, so you're good on that trip. Yeah, that was so okay. far. Yeah. Like, so that far. one's a safe one. Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody that you know
0: of. But, yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, you
2: know, com- in comedy, it's it's sometimes you just – I always like to go out there during my show in the ninety minutes. I had portions of the show where I could play, where I would could improvise. I yeah. love going out and just talking to people because every you would, sometimes you strike gold. Yeah. The the guy who was the best at that was my good buddy Louis Anderson, who, who oh. by the way was on fans. that show with President Reagan. Oh wow. That's nice. where I met Louie. Oh hell I, yeah. I met Louie Anderson. In the, on the She's steps going into the White House. Oh, wow. wow. Louie, I had appeared on The Tonight Show, got my started in 1981, and about two years later, Louie did the same thing. He had wow. his first Tonight Show. And he just skyrocketed, yes. too. and Louie and I met on that show in like 80, 85, 86, and, and we've been friends for all these years, and he was just the sweetest man and the funniest man. But in his show in Las Vegas... It was really interesting. He would come out and he would do about ten or twelve minutes at the beginning of his act of material, you know, sure. about Las Vegas gambling yeah. jokes, and then he would start over on stage right. He would talk to somebody on the front row, and then he would move to somebody a little closer to center, and so he would like have like four people. He would just go across, just crowd work, just crowd That's work. just wow. talking to people. Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Is who are you here with? And he was and just, just improvising yeah. for for like forty-five minutes.
1: Get out of town! And then wow. he would
2: close with like another ten minutes of material. Of solid material. And it was it was brilliant.
1: I mean, I can't imagine that. And
2: then we go backstage insane. after the show, <laughs> and we're in the dressing room, and he continues yeah. in, Straight in the dressing room. It's I'm in. Louis, these are <laughs> some of the people from my show, and he's like,
0: oh.
2: Where are you well, from? Are he's, you he's, he's, <laughs> hey, start over. He's, he's like Louis is just and he did just do can't it. turn it off. He wasn't on he, that's you, just that the was way just him. That was just him. That wow. was how Louie
0: every day operated. It, and he was just hilarious. In like twenty twelve, I cold called Louie. Yeah. And he let me open for him at the plaza. Nice. No way. Yeah. I didn't know this. First nice. time I ever performed in Vegas. And he was like, I'm like, can I just come do ten minutes? Like, you can do 25. I don't care. <laughs> no, way. I'm like, hey, what you, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. I do twenty-five minutes. And I'm like, this is insane. And then he does like whatever, so long, so much crowd work. Yeah. I come backstage, I'm like, yeah, man, that was really crazy. Thanks. And and he's like, cool. I'm like, my mom's here, she's a fan. He's like, cool, bring her back. We bring my mom back. He did three Cindy. hours of that just yeah. ripping. Cindy. Oh, yeah. like yeah. Just a show for my mom for three no hours. Way. Wow. It was wild. Man. Wow. What a sweetheart. Well, Louie's
2: wow. mom, Aura o- Anderson, I met her. He brought her to the White House that day. That was <laughs> oh, his wow. day. He what a That's That's so sweetheart. I met Louis's mom. And if you ever saw the series, that last series he was on, uh, Baskets, Baskets. Louie won an, uh, an Emmy Award mm. for playing Christine Baskets. He based that character on his mom.
1: Oh wow! So and he knew I that met, character. I
2: met Louis's mom, so he, <laughs> he he Louis was a brilliant actor and a brilliant comic and writer, and I miss him. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. That's a
2: big
1: loss. Rest in peace, Louis. He's uh, he's. I mean, he came from that era. We were just talking about that actually yesterday. That era of like where you had the Steve Martins, you had uh, the John Candy's, the Louis. Oh yeah. It was it was just such a heavy era for comedy, and and these guys were the biggest stars in the world at the time.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, The comedy boom, you know, Louis came in right in that comedy boom in the 80s and then continued in all through, you know, till till his his passing. So he was a major force. and Just such a kind man. Absolutely. Such a, a, a gentle, kind man.
0: Well, Lance, we have to kick you out. Chris and I have things to do. <laughs> well, uh, so we gotta go. <laughs> no, I know. I'm aware you gotta leave. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to. Just trying we to could hang, actually sit here all day, really. but we know that you've got yeah. things to
1: do, and you've been so kind, man. You've been, literally, Lance. All right, if you guys don't know him, he's goaded. He's been sitting <laughs> out here for like three and a half hours, meeting absolutely everybody. Uh, just it shows you a fantastic. I mean, it's just such an inspiration for everybody else, and and for you to just stop and talk to people well, blows I'm, their mind
2: I'm, I'm happy to be here back at magi fish the uh, the first time i came here was like 45 years ago uh my mentor harry collins and i came up here uh back had to be like 1977 i was probably like 17 years old yeah and uh it's a great convention and and josh and andy took it over a few years ago yep. you know they 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 met on my television show I did, this, I did the I Magician Was that what you were show. presenting that yesterday? Was the, that yeah, was on your show. That was. Oh, I missed that. Because Andy was in England, and I flew him over to do this TV show called Lance Burton's Young Magician Showcase. That's where they met for the first time when they were teenagers. And then, you know, years later I hear these guys have formed a company and Vanishing <laughs> Inc., and now they have a convention. Yeah. And they've both been doing great. But that's where they met was on the So interesting
1: show. that they had you on their show.
0: <laughs> yeah it's full circle
2: what's that tell the josh Air- airport oh so. this is great Can you, can you reset the this camera is, <laughs> this is
1: just hit record
0: twice uh Thanks, buddy. that's so amazing okay
2: so so this this young magician showcase so this is back like in 1998 and and i decide i'm going to produce this show uh called young magician showcase and i'm going to so anyway i asked for young magicians to send in tapes yes yeah as audition so i picked like 15 kids i got like over 100 submissions and i had to watch every one of them and (laughs) and then at the end of the process we sent out letters you know most of them you know thank you for submitting but we can't use you on the show and then like 15 kids got the letters saying congratulations you're on the show and here's the dates where we're going to shoot so we send all these letters out i sign all the letters we put them in the mail And it's, uh, I think it was December, because we closed down for two weeks just before Christmas. That's my Christmas vacation. So I fly back home to Kentucky to see my family. I get on the plane. I fly to Atlanta, Georgia. And now i got to change planes. i got like a two-hour in between planes. So Atlanta, Georgia is a huge airport. (laughs) I get into the tram to go down to the D-Gates or wherever it was going, another concourse. And I'm on this tram and it goes and it stops, the doors open, you know, people get on, people get off, doors close, it goes, it's like a, it's like a subway. Mm-hmm. And then it stops, doors open, and they're getting on the tram is Joshua J. <laughs> 17 year old Joshua J. And I'm in the car and I look up You're and Joshua J's mouth <laughs> drops yeah, open. <laughs> <do that>. And <laughs> sure. I say to him, Joshua, there you are! I've been looking <laughs> all over for you. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yes." Do you ha- how much time you got between flights? He's like, uh, "Uh, like, like a couple hours." Okay, come with me. We're gonna get lunch. And he's like, oh, "He's she, like, well, how did you know? How did so you find wild. me? How did?" You? Oh, I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Listen." <laughs> The reason I wanted to see you is because to let you know you're in the show. Oh no, Jeez. That, dude, that, that's we crazy. mailed the letters out. When you get, by the time you get home, you have the letter. But I just wanted to let you know personally you that you're in the forever? show and the dates. And here's the dates. And he's like, "Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but how did you? How did you? Okay, uh, let's get lunch. What do you want to eat? Oh and we go God. and I. We get some sandwiches, and and, and <laughs> after about an hour of him like going, "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah. I finally told him, him yeah. "Dude, well, it was pointless. just an accident." <laughs> oh, I should never have told him. All He's right.
0: notoriously not smart. <laughs> I should have kept what it. What an amazing story. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, uh, um, dude. We I think we yeah, a, yeah, I think kids want
1: to come in. We're so sorry. Yep. Uh, we want yeah. to find a quiet place to have a right. have a chat with him. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank <Lance. laughs> thank Lance. you. Thanks, Good guys. Good with everything. It was a pleasure Thanks meeting you. A pleasure thank you. Don't forget to tell three friends, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Oh, thanks, man. That was fucking great. Uh, yeah, Down in the barrel, there's a vaping man. A stupid drunk with a bottle in his hands. Along came a brother. From-